calamity. He didn't bump you. He didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And Rubbin's son is racing. And welcome everybody to episode 11 of Locked On iRacing. Tonight we have a very special episode for you. You've probably heard what's going on if you listened to the news and results portion of the podcast, or the now the news and results podcast uh, we released on Wednesday. Uh, this is now its own interview episode. So Locked On iRacing interviews will be with uh, different people each week. Uh, and this week we've got the amazing Aiden Schultz, uh, the man behind Into Sim Esports Network, uh, as among about fifty thousand other things he's doing at the moment, including uh, some some real life racing that he used to do in the past. So we've got a lovely chat with him for about an hour to for you guys to look forward to. Uh, but going forward, just a reminder that the interview series will be launched uh, launch the episodes on a Sunday night for you all. So you'll have plenty of time to sit back and listen to an hour podcast rather than listening to a four-hour podcast, which <laughs> was heading towards very rapidly. Uh, so let us know the feedback on what you think of the change or what you want to see going forward or anything like that. Uh, and don't forget, LockedOnLads.com slash Discord is the place to get in and have a chat with us as well. By the way, I'm Peter Wilco Wilkinson, and I'm joined tonight by Braden Martin. How are you going, mate? Not too bad, not too bad. Still uh, recovering from this croaky voice, so hopefully between the interview and between anything else we record while I'm feeling like this, it's not too bad, but I'm I'm slowly getting there. That's it. So yeah, it was a really good interview with Aiden. Um, we are still trying to work out everything on the fly here, so that's why the intro is a little bit off tonight, uh, but I hope you guys enjoy the lovely chat you're about to see uh, about to hear, sorry, with Aiden Schultz, and we'll be back at the end of the episode just to wrap things up. Have a good time. And welcome, everybody. We have Aiden Schultz on the podcast this week. Thank you for joining us. Mate, how are you going? It's been a long time in the prep, this one. we you've, Obviously, we've you've wanted to get on the podcast for a while, and we've wanted to get you on for a while, but uh, bookings have made it pretty hard. But how are you, mate? How are you going? Yeah, g'day guys, going really well. It has been uh, a little bit in the making, but uh, good to finally be on the podcast. How are you guys? Uh, I'm tired. For those people who don't know, we're recording early on a Sunday morning, which is abnormal for me. Uh, it's my sleeping morning, but we got it. We had to make it happen, so we're doing it. How are you, Braden? I know you're a little bit worse <laughs> for wear. I've, How are you going, though? I've been better, but I'll survive. <laughs> big night, Braden. Big He's, night, mate. Yeah, too much yeah, hunting. Big night, on, animals. Yeah, too much hunting on the old uh, sim, but that's all right. So we let Ira into our Discord. Uh, what Ira Felberg has done in our Discord is got everyone onto hunting, Hunter Call of the Wild. We've even got Tim Court just got into it as well. So uh, all the boys are up late night cutting moose and ducks and, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so Aiden, if you want to kill animals, let us know. We can get you into that. Mate, <laughs> no worries, I'll be onto where... it. Okay, cool. What, what can you tell us? Let's give the elevator pitch for Aiden Schultz. Who, who is Aiden? Uh, Aiden Schultz, uh, what's a quick snapshot of Aiden Schultz, 36 years old from Brizzy, um, uh, 25 years, yeah mate, Briz Vegas, yeah. gotta love it, um, 25 years in motorsport in the real world, um, through from karting to speedway to, um, also some road stuff, so, uh, had my own karting business for a driver training development, um, team and stuff like that up until COVID unfortunately hit us, which, uh, made me dissolve that one, which put me into the sim racing world. So that's where I go now. So I've only actually been on iRacing since June last year. I, I got my first rig and, and started iRacing. So 
that's a snapshot of me. Um, partner Peru's into it as well, which is really good, and we really enjoy it. So now running the Indusim Esports Network switch-up series with a good friend of mine as well. So that's pretty much a snapshot of Aiden. We have so much to talk about. <laughs> let's start with the real world. Where, like, okay, let's go right into that. Where, when was the first time you hopped in a real world cart and or cart and started racing it? Uh, so what are we now? Two thousand and twenty-one. So nineteen ninety-eight. So yeah, a bit under yeah. twenty-five years ago. Um, I jumped in the cart for the first time. It was actually funny how it happened. We we went to the up. Uh, Ipswich Kart Club up at Willowbank um, where they run the Winter yeah. Nationals and my uncle and dad took me up there with my cousin etc and uh, just to do they used to run uh, high carts up there back in the day they don't anymore unfortunately but they used to so we jumped in the old four strokes and my uncle said whichever one of you two are faster you're going to go racing because my uncle raced carts at that time and uh, <laughs> I just happened to be faster and then within three weeks I've got a go-kart and I'm racing so that's how it evolved wow. so um, yeah started that Go-kart pink um, slips. Oh, mate, I had a few of them. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's how it started, and uh, it was good. You know, growing up, racing against the likes of, you know, young Roel Harris, who's currently doing a lot of the Super Ute stuff. Um, you had Win Cup, uh, Winner Bottom, um, Del Berto, you know, the list goes on. Uh, Regan Payne, which I think is one of the best drivers I've ever raced against and was my teammate as a kid um, that didn't, get through into the higher levels and is still an absolute amazing steerer in karting. So um, it was good to grow up in that era and be around those guys. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was, I don't know what more to say, but yeah, did that for a very long time. Had a little bit of time off as I become an adult and had family um, and kids and all that type of stuff. And then once I went through the baby phase and all that, uh, then I got back into it and started you know, trying to mentor younger people and then obviously COVID hit and we are where we are today. So where were you doing the, the mentoring uh, for karting? Uh, all around the southeast Queensland. So um, through, we'd probably, we travelled like, you know, Brisbane, Toowoomba, Warwick, um, Kalula, which is up at Gympie, um, all around the local tracks, trying to keep it grassroots and local. We did have... Before COVID hit, we were going to run the Australian title um, scene and travel across the five rounds of that and see what we could do as a team's championship. But COVID hit, it was just too hard to be able to do it. So um, unfortunately, that didn't evolve. And, and then, yeah, obviously the team's no longer anymore because I'm so heavily involved in the sim racing. Yeah, so that obviously there's no comeback from that, is there? Now you're, you've, you've committed to sim racing. Um Oh, look COVID at, finally eventually maybe disappears. Look, at the end of the day, I've got no interest in doing that. Um, I really loved helping the young guys and even some of the adults new to the sport to be able to, you know, and with karting, you can, and any motorsport, you can get into it and you can, you're going to ask people a million questions and they're going to all tell you your opinions and you can get really blindsided or blinded to where you need to go. So it was good to be able to just give them a nice, simple answer and go, okay, this is a good basis for you to start because as you go on, yeah. you're going to listen to everyone. Everyone's got their own ideas. But answer to your question, am I going to do it again? No, um, I like my weekends now. I, I enjoy <laughs> having my weekends. As I said to you before we got onto the podcast, uh, um, me and my beautiful partner Prue's going and having a look at a boat today. So after this, so we love our fishing and crabbing and stuff like that. So yeah, we're going to really enjoy that uh, weekend time as I'm on the sim all the time anyway. So yeah, 
Definitely need something to, to break it all up. So you, you're back at Willowbank. We'll go back to there for a second. How how often were you around, around Willowbank in its prime when it was before what it is now? Uh, every week, mate. Every week. Definitely every week. What was week. it like seeing it in, in, that, in that era when it was actually a fairly substantially used um, racetrack? Oh, it's amazing, mate. It was great. Uh, the numbers were sensational, although... Coming into the early to mid 2000s, I got to do a big shout out to the Ipswich Kart Club. Um, well, we are on here, guys. And if you are listening to the podcast, go onto Facebook and have a look at them and follow them because they are the most progressive kart club in Australia. Like for a club meet, and we're talking just a once a month club meet before COVID hit and even after COVID's come back, they've been averaging over 200 entries per round. Wow. And that is crazy compared to a lot of other um, clubs around Australia. So not taking anything away from the other clubs. But, um, yeah. yeah, but answering your question, yeah, it was amazing, mate. It was great. You know, growing up around people that you now you see doing it full-time for a living. Um, mm. And back then, you didn't know. You, you you were just like, oh, yeah, you're another bloke. You know, you're, you're just <laughs> running around, having a chat, doing whatever. And now they're all up there. So, um, but there's also a lot of guys that I did race uh, that I believe should be up there also that haven't had the opportunity. So, um, yeah. yeah, mate, it was amazing running around those days. What, what was your biggest victory back then against someone that you you um, that, that got there? Um, that's a really, really good question. I, I, I don't know if I could... I've had that many races. I don't know whether I can just pinpoint one. But Come on. Those million and a half race starts you've done, you should be able to pick <laughs> one out. There was one that I didn't actually... Well, there's two races that I remember the most. And yep. one was my first ever win. Um, yep. That was funny. I've got a funny story, actually, on that. It was really funny. Um, Let's hear it. So we, I got the win. Um, not a drama. First ever win. And I'm doing the whole, I'm, I think I'm about 11 years old. I'm doing the whole fist pump with my big helmet. Like I look like <laughs> a bobblehead with my big helmet on my shoulders. And I'm doing the fist pump as we go across the line. Commentator's doing his thing. Anyway, dad always would go to the pits with the trolley and ready to pick up the go-kart, right? So, And I'd always be there after he got there because we did a warm-down lap back in those days. Anyway, yep. I've come around, done the warm-down lap, and... Aiden being Aiden wanted to do showboat and so he's he's tried to do this big rear <laughs> rear lock and big slide into the hairpin in the middle of the track and in the middle of the track at Ipswich um, where that hairpin is over the top of the hill there's a big grass area down to where the um, flag stand is so you go straight onto the main straight if you go through the grass so I've come in done the big lock up and I've lost her and I've done a 360 onto the grass over the hill down past the um the flag stand and then straight into the pits on the main straight and I'm sitting in the pits and I get there and the old boy's like, how'd you get here so quick? And I'm like, mate, I was just trying to be a show off and I've just spun out and gone across in front of the whole grandstand, everyone straight in on my first win. So that was funny. Um, but the another one that stands out um, was a weekend where I first went up into juniors actually from rookies and I was racing Royal Harris that weekend. Um, and it was pretty much the first time that, you know, Royal back in the day, he, he'd been racing for a long time and he was he's won state titles, Australian title. Like he was he was right up there and moving his way through the junior programs. So um, he was really quick. But um, the fact that I was going, uh, I'll say door to door, but wheel to wheel um, with Royal in that race and was up the front, made the newspaper because we didn't have social media back then. So... Um, yeah, I was in the newspaper and sort of got known and gone, okay, who's this guy? So um, that's another one that uh, really stood out for me. 
Nice. Uh, so you mentioned you went on to road racing. What were you racing on the road there for a while? Uh, done a little bit of open wheel stuff. Not a lot. Um, mainly into speedway as well was a lot of it. Um, just dabbling, mate. Like nothing, nothing sensational. Still, I, I like it. I like hearing stories about dabbling. It's fine. It's better than I, I live vicariously through people like you. <laughs> so, um, what was your favourite car to drive over all these times of, of format in real world? Uh, definitely when I got the opportunity to have a dab in the midget. That was definitely my favourite car, I'd say. Excellent. And how? What's the chances of you racing this boat once you finally you improve finally get on this boat and go <laughs> going down the river? Uh, mate, with a forty on the back, I think we need a little bit more go uh, go juice, mate. To be honest, but um, um, I'm, I'm sure you'll have a crack at it though, won't you? Mate, Prue's pushing me to go and get another race car, so I don't know where I'm getting all this money from between sim, <laughs> race car, and boat, but uh, it's going to come from somewhere apparently. And Aiden Schultz has a GoFundMe. Go to. No. <laughs> well, um, we're about to set I one think... up now, aren't we? Yeah, definitely have to. Uh, so, okay, let's make the transition. So June last year, obviously you, everything wrapped up and you decided to get into iRacing for the first time. What did you start with? Like, How did you find iRacing? How did that whole transition work? Uh, iRacing actually started two years prior to that. So I'm, I don't know, oh, okay. you've probably seen, not, I wasn't physically, I didn't have an account. Um, so I don't know if you've seen through the traps, Riley Curtis, A1 Sim Sports, and went to Mark 1. Yep. Um, he's actually my ex-wife's cousin. So um, he's who introduced me into iRacing. I went over for a couple of beers one Saturday night and had a crack at it and loved it. Um, then when separation and all that stuff and then COVID, and I knew it was around and I was always following him on his iRacing endeavours. And I thought, well, I still need to get the bug. I need to race. I need to do something. And... Uh, Sean McNamara, actually, I'm a good friend of Sean's. I race carts um, with him as well a lot. Um, so he had the track racer stand up for sale, and I go, okay, I'm going to go get that. Then I went and bought the computer, and um, someone had an old G27 for sale, so I go, I'm going to go grab that. And yeah, it was literally all in one weekend. I just went bang, okay, we're going i racing and we're doing it. And um, then yeah, I spoke to Riley. I said, hey, dude, I'm, I'm into iRacing now. You know, are you, what are you doing? He goes, come across and race with me. And that's how it sort of evolved. And, you know, slowly learning people in iRacing, different leagues, different teams. Um, yeah, and it's really gone really quick. Uh, I didn't expect to go up this quick and, and to get to where I've got, especially through the streaming and now running a league. And it's amazing how quickly it can um, engulf you. To be honest, yeah, definitely. So, what was that first race you did on iRacing? Obviously, did you start the MX Fives or did you go to street the sort of the um, the oval path? I uh, definitely started road to start with because I am road background, so um, yeah. didn't really have a big interest in oval when I started. Um, did a lot of V8 supercar stuff um, in league stuff. Uh, I was doing OSR yeah. dev. Um, yep. Made top split a couple of times there with the old G27 pedal, so I was happy with that. Um, then did, obviously, through your MX-5s in the official stuff and working your way up through, but then got involved in the Oval. Once I've got to Oval, I've sort of stuck there. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoy the guys around the Oval scene. I think they're really good guys. I got made some really good friendships there um, with people. I still am heart-to-heart -heart a road guy, uh, but I just don't have yeah. the equipment at the moment to be able to give it a good showing. So 
I'm one if if I'm going to be there, I want to be able to be there and and do well. So, um, yeah, that's why I've steered clear of the road stuff at the moment. I still do it in my official stuff and do very well. Um, but when we go leagues and some of these leagues that I want to be running, there's some amazing talent in there. So, um, I don't want to be in there and making myself look stupid. Any any chance yes. of eventually uh, joining Aussie Car and sending Wilco down another peg? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, depending the nights, I've actually had a look at it. I've, I've been having a look at it because I really want to have a jump into the Skippy. I don't own the Skippy and I really want to have a go. I've been watching oh. your your posts and so I reckon fun. that'd be uh, really fun racing. It's just with my racing schedule and what I committed Unfortunately, to. Unfortunately, it's, it's cup night. Yes, you can't do it. Yeah, Thursday night, definitely out. Bad um, luck. But, <sighs> hey, I might not qualify in one night and if the servers align, I might jump in. You might see me as a wild card there. <laughs> Uh, Formula V starting on a Wednesday night, so you might be interested to know that next season. Yeah, so, seen that. How uh, cool the, is that? That they're bringing Formula yeah, V into uh, iRacing. Yeah, and Aussie Car is yeah starting up a league for that. So Wednesday nights uh, next season. So keep an eye out. You uh, want to jump in for that one because you're not in the Thunder Series, are you? You you're committing to Trucks and Cup at this stage for Anscar. No, I am in the Thunder Series. I ran the first two oh, rounds. Yeah, yeah I, I always follow Anscar. Um, Ed and the guys at Anscar, I think, are great guys. I love that series and the quality of driving in that series is amazing. Any one of the oh, top twenty great. can win. Yeah. Um, but funny you say that I did the first two rounds of the Thunder Series and was going okay and um, I've changed my role at work and I'm getting up at 3.30 in the morning and I got home on the Wednesday from work at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon and I laid on bed and next minute I woke up at 11.30 at night so <laughs> I missed out on round three unfortunately so um, yeah I know that feeling don't worry yeah but that's okay we'll uh, see if we get there this week but uh, definitely for me it's always concentrating on the trucks on a Monday night for Anscar and also the cup cars on a Thursday night. Also, if I can get in there on a Tuesday night, I'll go and do the full throttle league as well um, with a few of my yep. mates and ex-teammates across there. But just depends whether I can get in there or whether I want to do something different. Uh, I've been speaking to Brett and the guys at Crank Esports. That is my team. Um, yeah, Thinking about getting into some V8 supercar stuff with those guys as well. So we'll see what happens, but there's not enough nights in the week. Yeah, because they've got um, one of the one of the crank esports guys is in the veterans league. You don't quite qualify for that yet, but they 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 do have a V eight running around the circles, I guess. Yeah, I believe that is. Uh, I think Scotty McCune, Michael Dumbrell, those guys. I think they're in the veterans. I'm not sure. Sorry, guys, yeah. if one of you aren't, and I've just put you over the age, <laughs> into an age <laughs> limit that you're not. Um, <laughs> But yeah, a few of those guys do run in the vets um, and have been doing really well in it. Um, and also in the OSR stuff, they, they do well in that as well. So they, they're really into their supercar stuff. But I, I really, if I was to go road, I really like the GT stuff. I love the Porsche RSR. Yeah. I love, you know, all the GT stuff. I think they're great to drive as opposed to the supercar. I find the supercar is a bit like driving a boat. So Got the new um, Porsche GT3 coming out as well, I think, this season. Yeah, I've seen that. Yes. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to find every excuse I can to hop in the GT3. I just don't find enough, unfortunately. That's my problem. I'm not as good as you guys. I'm, I'm practicing skippies all week, just trying to look as good as I do, which isn't very good. <laughs> uh, quick question. I had, I had a, an oval race in the week uh, a couple of days ago, actually. How are you finding the new smoke model in ovals? How, how is that treating you so far? Um, from a realism point of view, I've got to say, great. From a driving point of view, I've got to say terrible. <laughs> it's it's close your eyes. 
Close your eyes. Yeah. Definitely close your eyes. It depends where you are and where you are in an incident that happens. Um, especially when there's a big one and you've got four or five going around. Yeah, you can't see anything. So I think more so than the smoke model and uh, hitting people, when you're in those incidents, it's more of the people behind you getting on the brakes and, mm. and uh, not getting yeah. you from behind as opposed to trying to navigate through the stuff at the front. So... Um, but yeah, I like it. I, the more realistic they're making this, the better. I just, I really hope iRacing brings rain in. I, I want rain. That's, uh, I want it 100% too, especially on like just adding that extra bit of strategy for road and oval. Um, so, so different tyres for road in particular and, and you know, different driving styles come to the front. God, so, I can't wait. Some I of us have enough trouble from up. being on the track when it's dry though, so... You know. Yeah, but the tire <laughs> barriers you hit aren't on the track. They're, they're all they're all off the track. They're all safer barriers, mate. So you'll be all right. You'll, you'll, you'll be right. Yeah. Just bounce off them and keep going. And the tire barrier I That's hit on it. Thursday night wasn't a very safe one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely ripped out and grabbed wheels off the cars. But uh, yeah, look, I, I raced in, and that was the exact problem I had in this over one. I could, I knew there was a car in front of me somewhere. The smoke, I went through it. I got it the last second. I put, I was already going slow enough. But the car behind me just didn't even bother and ricocheted me into the car in front and then obviously gave me, I think it was about 25 minutes of repairs I ended up having to do in a 50-minute race, so it wasn't fun. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like my race last night. I did the um, uh, Memorial Day race. I commentate for Simshed Broadcasting um, for a Saturday night at the Weekend Warriors League. And I said to Mark, yep. uh, the owner of the league, I said, mate, I don't care. I'll commentate with JP's Simshed Broadcasting, but... I really want to run Memorial Weekend. Can I please just run that one? I want to get from behind the mic. And um, I ran that last night, which was good. And uh, it happened to me last night. I think it was 207 lap race. So the race went for like two and a half hours. And I think we were 30 laps from the end. And I was well inside the top 10. And then, yeah, got caught in an incident. It sucks when when you go two and a half hours into a race and you've got probably 20 minutes left and you get caught up in something. Mm. Yeah. No, that hurts. That would hurt indeed. I did the Nuremberg Rig fifty hour, a uh, fifty minute race, and um, in the skippies for the enduro, and crashed on what like four corners to go in that thing, and couldn't tow. I uh, tow back to the pits and got a back of uh, everyone basically who finished that lap, which was the whole field basically overtook me because you can't you got to cross the finish line. So that one hurt. Yeah, it still hurts right now. But that's why we uh, keep so, going back, isn't it? We keep going back. Yeah. We're only as good as your last that's one. It. That's it, and I'm terrible at the moment, according to my <laughs> last one. Uh, let's go quickly to this amazing balance you have in, in iRacing at the moment. So you run an eSports network, you run a league, you commentate, you race. How do you juggle all that? Uh, with a nice, amazing, supportive partner, to be honest. <laughs> um, uh, we all know what it's like. Um, how do I juggle it? I struggle sometimes. Um, very busy. Yeah. but um, So my week is generally... Monday night, I'll get on to Anscar Trucks. Tuesday night, I will get on, if I can, and do the full throttle um, uh, cup uh, cup series, I think, on a Tuesday night, or truck, one of the two. Yeah, it's one of them. Wednesday night, I will do the Thunder series through Anscar. Otherwise, I'll be doing some team practice stuff, um, or OSR, depending yeah, what's going on. Um, yep. Thursday night, I'll jump on to Anscar Cup. Um, definitely because I want to make the chase in that one. It's going to be a tough ass this season, but that's okay. We'll keep going. Um, Friday night, I will get in and run and commentate uh, myself, Paul, and Prue's InterSim Esports Network switch-up series on a Friday night, um, which is a nice, good, relaxing Friday night for us to be able to bring some content to the iRacing viewers. 
Um, then Saturday night, I will be in the booth for Simshed Broadcasting for the Weekend Warriors League. And then on a Sunday night, I've just recently started, Weekend Warriors have started a IndyCar League. So um, yes, I'll be jumping into that one. I've done the first couple of rounds of that and we're doing the Indy 500 tonight from 6.30pm. So that's pretty much pretty much my week. It's a seven-night-a-week seven deal. So, um, yeah, it's pretty pretty involved. Did, have you seen a, an increase in Indy, well, interest in Indy at the moment? Uh, through the Weekend Warriors League, there's been a lot of good interest, yeah. A lot of good drivers there too. I know Ed Foster from Anscar's come across, uh, JCW, never Josh Carroll-Walden. Yeah, never. <laughs> I don't even know who he is. Um, <laughs> JCW, um, yes, he's across there running it as well. Dave Douglas running it. Um, a lot of the usual names that we see all around iRacing are running in that league. So, yeah, there's been a lot of interest. So, I'm thinking there's going to be a chocker field tonight for the Indy 500. How much of that do you put down to Scotty going racing Indy cars at the moment? Uh, well, Scotty McClintock, you're talking about? No, McLaughlin. Ah, oh, sorry, I thought you were because t- Scotty McClintock from uh, Weekend Warriors. I took him out last night, so I'm probably not on his Christmas card list. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's probably to do with McLaughlin. I don't know to be honest. But the Indy car is something that there hasn't been a lot of leagues out there. I know through Australia and New Zealand that I've seen. Yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. So. Uh, it's good to see them create that league and it's definitely got a lot of interest. So hopefully it keeps legs going over the weeks as it progresses. Are you watching the Indy 500 over what the next 24 hours? Uh, I'm going to try to, mate. If not, I'll catch up on the replays just with the time differences, but definitely... Come on, you've got plenty of time in your life. You should be able to get to <laughs> yeah, that mate, you just went through. Yeah, I'll, I'll fit it in, mate. I'll fit it in. But um, uh, hopefully, um, I want to see how Scotty Mack goes out of P17. He um, He's doing a stellar job over there in the States at the moment. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing if I watch it, whether I watch it live or watch a replay, I'll definitely uh, uh, be watching it at some stage. I think um, everyone sort of knew how talented he was, but I think... Most people would say that even then they are still kind of expecting the learning curve to take a bit longer. I think what he's done so far has been incredibly impressive. Yeah, I agree with that. And from a racer's point of view and a real-life racer's point of view, he did cop a lot of flack um, in the Shell days like when he was in supercars running for G- DJR Team Penske because they were talking about aero and the different stuff and, you know, mm. always saying he's got the best, he's got that and whatever. But what he's shown is he's now gone into a totally different discipline, a little bit the same as when Ambrose went across to NASCAR mm. um, yep. and shown how good a driver he actually is because if it was me, you, anyone else, if we go and jump in there, we can't just transition straight across there and be at the front against. And you've got to think about the guys and the names that he's running, like Scott Dixon, multiple-time IndyCar champion. Um, you've got ex Formula One drivers Marcus Ericsson in there. You've got Roman Grosjean in there. Like these are no slouches, and to be able mm, to nah. go over there and and put the car and I think most weeks in a in a top ten position, like a sensational drive. He's a yeah. good driver. Yeah, I can't even jump out of the Skippy yeah. and into the Ferrari without putting it into the wall. So, <laughs> mate, I can't even jump out of my sim without putting it into the wall, and that's myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get on to your into sim. Network, uh, esports network, which are currently running the Switch Up series. How's that gone so far? Yeah, great, guys. Great. Um, really enjoying it. First time uh, that Paul, I, and Prue have gone and put a series on and jumped into the the league world, as they'd say. So uh, we've been actually blown away with the amount of entries that we got when we put this up and put the Discord up. The entries just flew in, and like we got to over fifty five, and we're like, whoa! Like we we're expecting ten. 
or something. Yeah. Um, so the interest that we got, um, really great. It's It's been amazing. So many entries. We've struggled a little bit on dirt um, with entries. Mm. But Friday night, we <laughs> went to Lanier in the street stocks, and we actually got 19 on that one. So that was really good. But, um, well, when we started the league and we got all the entries, we went to round one at Indianapolis in our first round. Uh, we had Jason Martin and Ed Foster finish across the line 0.002 apart, <laughs> yeah, so there was no better way to start the series. <laughs> no, that was definitely a good finish. So, uh, if you haven't listened to the podcast before and you're joining for the first time, explain to people what the Switch Up series actually is, I guess. So the InterSim Esports Network Switch Up series um, is a 12-round series. Uh, we run on a Friday night with the server going up from 7.30pm. We run an hour practice. Uh, then we go into qualifying. Qualifying changes depending on what discipline. The The reason we call it the switch-up series is we do a dis- different discipline, different car combination every week. So generally, we will go um, from, say, NASCAR on Oval to then the next week we will do Road. It could be uh, Legend on Road. It could be anything. Um, and then we'll go to Dirt uh for the third round so we do that every three weeks we've we did have a think about doing the stadium trucks and stuff like that but we didn't really get a lot of interest in that um so yeah what we're trying to do is because people like a lot of different disciplines people get really you know snowballed into their one discipline that they like um but we wanted to create a series where and we do trophies and everything in the series so there's something to run for um where you could come out every week and try your hand at something different against some top quality drivers and we've had a lot of the Anscar guys and guys from other series come across and support our, our league as well. Um, so you are racing top quality guys, but we go to Chicago land this Friday night for 130 laps in the V8 supercar. So we're doing the supercar on an oval. Yeah. I've been following the full throttle guys. They do a V8 supercar oval on a Sunday night. And I'm very tempted to jump in because they are so much fun on that. So I'm very interested to watch that one for sure. Mate, definitely jump in that. I've run that a lot and uh, she's side by side, three wide action. A lot of yeah. fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. I'm just trying to get my Sunday night off so I can. So we'll see if we can do that. I've got the V8 supercars painted, ready to go. So uh, look out. Um, so... Back to the dirt thing quickly. We, we had Brady Baldwin on the episode last week who uh, runs ODSE and he, we were talking to him about how underground the dirt scene is and how there's a huge crossover. So you've seen that in your series. You, people just don't want to go to dirt at all. Yeah, I don't know what the reasoning is behind that. I wish I had the answer. I don't. Um, me personally, I love dirt, um, obviously. Yeah. I have a dirt background as well um, in the real world, but I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I think you can get drivers in there that just, just send it too hard, just go and, you know, the instant points are different, everything's different. I, I, I don't know what the answer is with dirt, but I think the content that iRacing have and the realism that they have, especially in the midget, um, as it's my favourite car to drive, um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think they've got it going well, but I, I just don't know what's, from a league standpoint, what's going to be able to allow the leagues to keep running. So I did see that, you know, there has been, um, I think Brady, you just mentioned with that league, I think that one's been shut down for this season, unfortunately. But um, yeah. yeah, there's been a lot of dirt leagues that they get up and running, get a lot of interest, and then they just slowly go. And I don't know, because uh, dirt as a discipline super fun and with some good drivers, it, it's it's great. So yeah, I don't have the answer there, mate. I've got no idea. Yeah, it's interesting that you said that you really enjoy the 
midget um, with lots of people recently complaining about there was a update over the last season or so that they reckon they've turned it like far away from what it's actually like to drive. So have you noticed that or? Uh, to be honest, mate, uh, that's a good question. But to be honest, I haven't driven the midget since the update. So okay, um, there you go. yeah, yeah. So maybe I might change my tune and answer that question <laughs> differently if I have a practice this afternoon. But um, yeah, no, don't know. But when I know when they first brought it out, it was really, really good, really fun to drive. It was good when you got it really mm-hmm. tight, it wanted to wheel stand and um, I don't like the sprint car. The sprint car is not realistic at all. Um, in my opinion, it's just hold it flat and put that wing back and, and go, go, go. So, um, But in saying that too, with the sprint car, they got a lot uh, bigger tracks in the USA as opposed to the real world here in Australia. So a mm. uh, lot different driving. But um, yeah, I know. I love the midget. I just love the midget. I, that's all i got to say on that. The midget's the car. Yep. <laughs> no, we're we're running a a little league that's not really much at the moment, but um, yeah, it's it's the same thing. We will get a couple of people in the server, then all of a sudden, five minutes before, someone will put out the word, and all of a sudden, you've got twenty five people in there. Um, they're just it seems like these these in, these dirt crew are just sitting in the background waiting for someone to, something to happen, but have to be invited personally to get in there. So it's an interesting one. What have you got? So your V eight supercars on ovals coming up. What is your what's the one you're excited about most for the rest of the season? Uh, Intersim wise, um, yes. Well, I was excited for round twelve. So the way we've done Intersim Esports Network Switch Up Series is obviously twelve rounds. All pound, all points count. There's going to be one drop round, so your worst round will be dropped, um, and then the yep. final two rounds will be double points. So where we see the points at the moment, as we've currently got Jason Martin leading it with Michael Skurlock second and Dave Douglas third, that's not necessarily where they're going to end because of the double points and the drop round. We haven't factored into the drop round at the moment um, on the points, but I was really excited for round 12. I was going to do a 50 lapper at Chili Bowl in the midget. Surprisingly, the midget, because I hate the midget. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but the feedback I'm getting from the guys is it's probably not a good idea to do that as it'll be a caution fest. So I'm not sure yeah. what round 12 is going to be at the moment. Um, but Can I give you a suggestion? Oh, Skippy's oh. on little small ovals. Go for it. <laughs> Skippy's on little small ovals. That was fun. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, we did USA Speedway two weeks ago in Aussie Car. In, um, and yeah, 120 laps without a caution. Uh, and it was super fun. Well, I was Definitely actually, well. now you've said Skippies, I'm actually thinking possibly I could do, or we could do Skippies, uh, Skippies around Phillip Island with the draft, man. You can't go wrong. Oh, it's amazing. Good fun, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't go Definitely. wrong there. So, um, yeah, don't know what we're doing for round 12 yet. We are locked in for Chili Bowl at the moment for 50 laps. Um, but answer to your question, um, this week, round seven at Chicagoland in the, in the V8 yep. Subica. Um, love Chicagoland, great track. Uh, I think it's going to be a good one. I was really looking forward to Bathurst two weeks ago for round five in the Legends. I thought that was going to be stock-packed with 30 Legends, and unfortunately we didn't get that many. Um, We still got a lot. But, um, yeah, we go to Chicagoland this week, and I think this is going to be a really good one at Chicagoland, the supercar. I've driven there before in the supercar with an oval setup, and um, it's going to be two, three wide action. Excellent. So what happened at Lanier on uh, on Friday night? Because we haven't had a had a rundown of that yet. What, what was the results? Uh, so it was a good race, and I've got to go through and have a look at the results. Sorry, guys. But, uh, yeah, no, it was a good That's race. A we had uh, 19 entries, I believe, um, heat racing. 
we also, so we did a point system. We did it a bit different this week, as we do in the Switch Up series. You never know what you're going to get when yep. you jump in. Uh, so we did a point system. They got points for qualifying. Uh, they got points for their heat races. And the leader of the points going into the feature, we completely inverted the field. So last on points started out of first, and first on points started last, obviously, which was good. Um, but we, I don't even have the results in front of me. I'm sorry, guys. So I can't answer That's that, okay. but I know. I'll cover it in the results section. I was just trying to be lazy and I was going to cut this bit out and put it in the results section. Nah, well, I don't have <laughs> iRacing open. So, um, uh, yeah. So I know that, uh, Davey Douglas got up there into P2. Um, I can't remember who else was anywhere else. It was, and I'm commentating it guys. So you got to understand it's that crazy and busy and going on and trying to keep up. But, uh, no, we had a good night. It was a good night racing. And, um, we did make the track very slick and, uh, it, we did that on purpose because sometimes Linear in the street stock, if you do have it nice and tacky, it can be a little bit one lane. So, um, we tried to make it slick and, and see what it'd do. And it, it created some good racing. So yeah, if anyone's watching the podcast, jump onto InterSim Esports Network and have a look at the, uh, yeah, have a look at the race and, uh, see how it went. Yeah, definitely find that into Sim Esports Network on Facebook is the best way to find that. That's where I catch up with it all. Now, Braden, mate, we, we, we asked millions of questions about running leagues. Have you got any particular questions that we usually ask about running leagues for Aiden? Um, there was one that I just had, I guess, how do you, with everything being uh, a switch up, how do you manage the balance between those people who really like to already own all the content and then finding people who are happy to, to make all those purchases? Because obviously with a lot of different tracks and car combinations, it can become quite expensive. Is that something you consider when you started the league? That's a really good question, mate. And we definitely did consider that. Um, my beautiful partner, Prue, is the one that actually came up with the idea of this switch up series. And she actually mentioned that exact same thing. So... What we have tried to do is create as much free content as we can um, to a, re- to a to an extent, obviously, uh, because you, you just can't do everything on free content. Otherwise, you'll be running the same track every week. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, that's a really good question. And, and we did take that into consideration. Also, we took into consideration the people that were entering. Um, we knew what they race on a day-to-day basis and all that yep. type of stuff. Um, and that's why we've got the numbers we've got, I think. So... Um, yeah, definitely took that into consideration. We didn't want people having to spend $10 every week to come and race in our series. Uh, we've got a lot of amazing sponsors which allow us to run the InterSim Esports Network switch-up series and give trophies to send around Australia or around the world, depending who comes one, two, three. And and we wanted to be able to create the numbers. So, yeah, definitely took that into consideration, hence why we have the schedule that we've got so far. And do you guys run like a, a live race control or how do, you, how do you deal with incidents? Not that from what I can see, there's been too many uh, bad ones, but obviously accidents happen. So is that something, do you go down the live race control path or do you, you as a league owner sort of review things after the race? Uh, live race control, we haven't gone down that path. Uh, too much else going on. Um, we let iRacing do that. Uh, we'll let all the yellows and all the incidents be done by iRacing. We do review yep. it afterwards, but we've been lucky enough for the first six rounds. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of issues. Uh, there has been incidents, but we one thing we didn't want to do, there are leagues out there, and this is not taking away from any league. They run them how they want to, and I'm even a part of them. But there's leagues out there, they'll sit there for an hour and a half afterwards looking at it and going, oh, he's done this or done that or... Um, 
he's not within this amount of car lengths of this car. And like, it just goes on for hours, mate. And I like my sleep. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I, you know, we all, we, we're using the common sense method and having a look, you know, and going, okay, this is the incident that happened. We'll make a call. And we haven't had to do that. And I think that's what's created good racing because yeah. there's not a thousand rules. It's, it's like, just don't be a D head and <laughs> race properly and, and you'll be right, mate. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's that's the thing we've tried to create. And I think... Sounds uh, like our Discord. That's the one rule we have in our Discord. Don't be a D-head. <laughs> and you're fine. Oh, I don't yeah. know how I got an invite then. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that, that slipped through. Sorry about that. Um, what else are you upgrading? Like, we've interviewed so many league runners. It's just great hearing different perspectives. Well, one, one thing I would like to go down is that you said you were doing some mentoring and stuff like that. So if there was people out there getting started in karting or... Or wanting to get started in racing, what would be the sort of main tips that you would would give them? Uh, my tip would be go to your local kart shop, um, wherever you are in Australia, and uh, just go and have a chat to them. The biggest tip I can do if you want to get into karting or any motorsport, you're always going to want to go good from the start. It's what people want to do, but everyone, you, you're going to go and ask, oh, what are you doing? 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 Next minute, you've got 20 different ideas of, you know, Camber, Caster, Ackerman, you know, ride heights, you know, different things that are, are going on and you end up getting confused and, and end up going backwards and go, hang on, why am I going so slow? You know, I should be going at the front. Mm. The biggest advice I could give is just get yourself into one area, one one team, one shop, and just listen to them and learn yourself and make your own decisions and before you try and get better like before you try and win learn how to drive first you know um it's all about the driver first once you get as quick as you can go without as quick as the car or cart can go then start making changes to try and enhance the performance um don't try go too hard too quick to be honest so yeah my advice would be don't listen to everyone just get yourself in one little area and uh and work on your craft. I think that kind of applies with the um, sim stuff as well. We've talked about it a few times where you get in the sim and you go into the rookie uh, officials and you think you're going to be super fast and you think you're going to beat everyone and then you realize maybe you're not as fast as you thought you'd be and then you're worried about, then you're making mistakes because you're trying to push too hard and you just got really got to take a step back and kind of start off with the racecraft stuff first and then worry about the winning and the winning and the fast stuff later. Yeah, agree. And you said push too hard. That's that's very relevant in both the real world and the sim racing world. And I've done it in both. Um, less is more. You know, they do have the the saying "slow in, fast out." You know, a lot of guys can overdrive in the real world, and they overdrive in the sim world. And uh, you, at the end of the day, you, you win the race on the last lap. You don't win it on the first. So yeah. Um, but you can definitely lose it on the first. So. Um, yeah, very good point there with the uh, driving style of that. So, um, yeah. Um, so we've talked about running leagues. We've talked about your racing. What did you wish you knew about broadcasting before you went into broadcasting for into Sim Esports Network? Um, well, I'll answer for Paul on this one because I've got to have a big shout out to Paul Jackson. Um, he's the one that does the cameras and everything behind the scenes. Um, I wish I knew how much effort it took, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but Paul is an absolute champion. He does all. The, I'm just the uh, voice of the series. We do obviously we do all the um, admin stuff in behind it with Prue and 
and myself. But, um, yeah, just how much time it takes. People, I don't think, that do run these series, well, some people may not realise how much effort it does take in behind to do points, do incidents, um, create content, and actually spend their own money to be able to create these leagues, to be able to let people drive. So, um yeah, if time, but to be honest, I, I don't have a negative thing to say about it. I get such a kick out of it. I love it. I love seeing guys come in, have a great time. Um, as much as I'd love to be driving the Indosims Esports Network Switch Up series myself, um, I just love people being able to come in, be a part of it, um, have a fun on a Friday night and be able to create something different for them to race. So, um, But answer to your question, if I, if I knew something, probably the time that goes into it behind the scenes to be able to like do two hours of fun on a Friday night. That would, that'd be my answer. No problems. So how, how, like how exciting has it been? Like getting into broadcasting, seeing this whole, um, obviously league running as well, seeing this, um, response that you've got, like how, how reassuring is that, that you on a, on a good, good path? Uh, very. I'm absolutely overwhelmed, and Paul and I and Prue are overwhelmed. We did not expect this amount of people, and um, even you guys to, you know, start promoting us through your podcast, and um, you know the support we've had through Anscar, we've had support through, you know, Vision Simages. Like just the amount of support we've had from our first ever league, we're absolutely overwhelmed, and we were never expecting it. So, um, absolutely amazed. Hopefully, we continue off. Um, into the next six rounds and can finish off the series well. Uh, but it also comes back to, I think, a lot with my background in real racing and people I know for sponsorship and all that type of stuff, which has helped it out. Um, but it's just one season. We'll see how we go into season two. But, yeah, we're absolutely overwhelmed and we can't thank everyone enough and, and all the sponsors, which I will run through when I get a second, and, and you guys for allowing us to be a part of your podcast. And uh, we're obviously promoting you guys through our season as well. So um, we like what you yeah. guys do here at Intersim Esports Network. And, um, yeah, it's it's amazing, mate. Absolutely amazing. I was going to say, is the planning Thank for you. season two already started? or? Uh, it definitely has. It definitely <laughs> has. But we, we can't say anything yet. We... It's, oh. it's, <laughs> we're here for the scoops mate we want the scoops well it's definitely going to be a switch up series again um, yeah. but I think we're bringing in the stadium stuff I think we're going to have some of that as well um, not sure what we're going to do we're just going to see how the dirt and everything happens we want to be able to create bums on seats and we want to be able to create drivers to be able to join we don't want 15 we want 30 every week so um, yep. or 40 so we're trying to see, we want to bring the content to what they want. We're, at the end of the day, and I've put that out on socials, you know, it's not about us as the admin team creating what we want to do. We want to create what the drivers want to do because we want people to enter. So what do they want to do? And, and that's what we're trying to get a feel on. We've obviously got the mix about 80% there on our first season, uh, but there's a lot of tweaking that we can do going into season two. But we'll see what the drivers want and uh, we'll bring it to them. Sounds good. Are we going to have a break between one and two, or are we just going to go back to back, you reckon? Uh, definitely a break. There'll be a two or three week break there, just so we can uh, set everything up again. Obviously, invite new users into the Discord, yeah, cool. um, give a chance for people to jump in, um, and yeah, probably a two or three week break. We're yet to sort out when that's going to go, but you'll see that all through our socials and um, everything. Yep. We'll obviously talk about it on here as well. So, We've, I've been trying to get to the sponsor list. Give us a crack at the sponsor list for Into Sim Speed Network before I get on to the next topic I want to talk about. 
Yeah, definitely, mate, definitely. So um, InterSim Esports Network does not happen, not only without Paul and Prue, um, but without our sponsors. So we're very lucky enough to uh, get a lot of sponsors onto this series. So uh, first of all, uh, John at Vision Simages, he's been bringing all the amazing images that all the guys get to take home and save and everything that we do on socials every week. Um, so he's doing that and he does a great job. So anyone listening to the podcast, jump onto Vision Simages on Facebook and have a look at him because he is really good at what he does. Uh, you guys, Locked On iRacing, Locked On Lads, um, big part of our uh, broadcast every week and again, having me on tonight so or today. So uh, very appreciative of that. Uh, TP Graphics with TJ Pollard. Um, he's he, what he does. He actually gives away a free paint every week. So we do a random draw every oh, week. Wow. So we put all the drivers in the pool every week that joins that that session, and then um, he'll do a random draw and he'll do a free paint for that particular car for any driver for that week. So that's really good from TJ. A Bruzy Australia has jumped on board as well. At the end of the series, they will be supplying a free set of racing gloves to a random driver as well. That'll be sent anywhere in Australia or wherever you are. Uh, Mayhem 4x4 Mechanical, based up here in Brisbane. Um, they have jumped on board and have donated some money. So we'll have $100 from then at the end of the series that we will distribute across the top three drivers to put into their iRacing accounts to be able to buy content, etc. Uh, Chris Purnell, my teammate for Crank Esports Virtual Motorsport Mentor, he is giving away a free driver training session at the end of the series to a random driver as well. So that'll be good. Have you got yours yet, Braden? Uh, not yet. <laughs> okay. Still got Still got to hit him up again. Yeah, he's a busy man. Busy man. Very he's actually busy. a baker. He's a baker, so he uh, works early hours. But anyway, he's put that up. So um, so happy we, for him. Hold on. So quickly, we've had 11 episodes now, right? Not only have we had about 15 Western Australians on here and about 30 Queenslanders, but we've had two bakers now in 11 episodes. I'm just shocked how many iRaces are bakers. Yeah. Considering the time they got to get up, that's really, um, really exactly. interesting. But um, yeah, no. But yeah, sorry. Back to, back to your list. No, you're right. And uh, final um, one is Voodoo, Vinyl and Signs. Um, they've come on board. They're actually supplying all the trophies uh, for the series. So they're going to be really, really massive trophies. Um, for the guys, we did want to do that. I know a lot of people think, oh, you know, we don't necessarily need to have trophies. It's just iRacing or just league racing. But we wanted to do something different because when you want to work for something over 12 weeks, some people want to have in their man cave something to sit there and go, you know what, I worked for that and got that. So yeah, exactly. um, I know the guys at Voodoo Vinyl and Signs very well through my racing and they've been uh, nice enough to come on board and supply us with trophies for one, two, and three. And when we talk trophies, we're not talking a 30-centimeter trophy. They're going to be they're going to be decent cups. So um, <laughs> looking forward to sending these ones out to the top three place getters um, at the end of the series. Really excited for that. That's awesome. I'm still salty that uh, our Aussie card didn't have trophies for the team championship because that's the only one I'm ever going to have a chance of winning and we won it twice and we don't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you say that. Uh, we have a team championship in InSim, but um, we've actually culled that for this season because uh, we made it very clear that uh, so what we had we had a lot of people with like three or four people in the same team we go well yeah. you can only have two drivers so yep. just allocate whether it's say Aiden Schultz racing one Aiden Schultz racing two and yep. no one would allocate who they're going to be in so we couldn't do the <laughs> team's championship so um, there was going to be a trophy for first for the team's championship but we've culled that one it's just going to be individual standings <laughs>
Yeah, well, I think it's the first thing we did when we created the the monster that we have for Locked On Racing for Aussie Car was that's it. I don't care. We're having we're we're definitely making teams of two here, and <laughs> um, it's going to be inter inter um team rivalry for sure. <laughs> so and <clears throat> and then last week Vic took me out because we'll do it. We're catching up on the points. So. <laughs> Um, so let's get on is that all the sponsors have I covered them all yeah yeah yeah, we're good to go mate yeah definitely covered them all okay cool so let's talk about Cranky Esports Um, where did he come up with the name for Cranky like I mean no no. was it like racing with uh, Chris's team and um, with Crank Esports Uh, great mate absolutely great Um, I'm actually still humbled to even be a part of the team Uh, some of the drivers in that team are sensational as I said Earlier in this podcast, uh, I've only joined High Racing in June last year, and I was a, a part of Activity Hub Bali uh, Racing, uh, yep. which are a great bunch of guys as well. Like sensational. It just I'm one with my racing. I don't want to be. I, I want to have people that push me uh, really hard. I want to. I, I don't. You know, to be able to progress in my racing. So that was my reason to leave activity hub Bali racing. Uh, they do have some sensational drivers there like, um, Raymond Jaeger and Justin, Witcher. they push me every week. Um, and, and they, they're great. So, um, but I left across there just to come, uh, and do my own thing. My racing was sort of not going as well as I wanted. So, um, went back to a one sim sports with Riley Curtis. And then with crank Esports, I, I was approached and got a message from Chris and um, they didn't know whether I was ready to go across there, didn't know what happened. And um, yeah, I don't know. They just come across and said, would you like to come? We can see that you're doing really well in what you're doing and you're going to progress. And I was absolutely humbled to be offered to drive and run their paint. So um, yeah, love it. Love racing it. Uh, the guys are funny. He had Skurlock on the pol- podcast a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. He's an absolute champion. He has me laughing every night. Um, that's probably why I hit the wall so much because I'm too busy laughing. Um, but him, uh, Luke Traher, Mirko Dortnak in the oval side of things. Um, yeah, great guys. Love being a part of it. And um, I'm not going anywhere. It's it's a great team to be a part of. Uh, but also a lot of knowledge from the sim racing world with a lot of the guys. Brett Douglas. actually found out Brett too actually lives the suburb next to me. And I didn't even realise. So um, we'll be catching up for a beverage with Brett and doing some sim racing shortly. But uh, yeah, what they bring to the team, um, experience and everything, yeah, it's great, mate. I can't go past it. So loving it. Sweet. Uh, we have gone on a nauseam about people getting into uh, getting into uh, i racing. Definitely try and join a team if you can, um, because it is it makes the not only the leagues make the experience so much better, but teams racing with people, as you said, and, and having those people push you and help you is is amazing. So definitely go do that and check out Cranky Esports when you can. <laughs> He's got to rethink that name, Cranky really Esports. That but more importantly, you need to check out my stream. Even though you can hear yes. you can hear everyone in my ear, and there's some profanities maybe that are said, and it's probably not good for the younger viewers. But um, yeah, definitely go and check out my stream. We're trying to really push that one. We've got merch out there. We've got everything. We're really trying to push it. So, and how can people find your stream? Uh, you can find it here on Facebook at AP Esports. Um, it looks as Ape Sports, but it's AP Esports. <laughs> um, it's actually named after myself and my beautiful partner, Prue. So Aiden Prue Esports, AP Esports. So jump nice. jump onto that on Facebook. Uh, you'll see me racing most nights of the week. I have jumped off at the moment doing uh, my streaming. 
purely to try concentrate on the racing, but we will be doing that again over the next couple of days. I'll probably even I'll, I'll stream the Indy 500 tonight. So um, I just Good. I just need to I that. just need to find out on OBS how to uh, mute my Discord so they can't hear some of the stuff coming through my ears, but they can hear what I say. So um, I haven't figured out how to do that yet. So good luck. Braden's uh... <laughs> <laughs> just had to go buy a physical device to do that. Um... Um, well, you can do it digitally, yeah. but I just have lots of troubles getting it. To yeah, work, so. I, I, I YouTubed it, Braden. I, there's a plugin or something that I saw you can yeah. do or whatever. But like, I'm I'm pretty simple, man. One plus one equals window. So, <laughs> um, yeah. But we'll see. But yeah, jump on, have a look at APE Sports. There's merch there you can buy. There's all different stuff. Um, so yeah, get on there, and we'll bring you more content. We're also gonna be doing a lot of my commentary and broadcasting through the AP Sports channel as well, trying to um, build that one up. So we'll see how we go with that. Excellent. If you need any help with streaming, this Discord has a streamer help line down the bottom there um, in the fun zone. Uh, hit, hit up in there and the Discord will help you out. Uh, Braden has is lost, um, yeah, fixed himself up many times through that <laughs> channel. So yeah, when I break uh, Let's quickly we'll get on to the name that's been mentioned more than anything else in this podcast. Your lovely wife, Prue. How's she going? Like, explain where she's at at the moment, and, and like, all she's just joined Cranky Sports as well. Give a plug to her and what she's up to. Uh, at the moment, she's uh, sorting out children. To be honest, <laughs> I'm just looking Thanks. behind me. Yeah. Um, she's got uh, four beautiful children. So, um, yeah, uh, Prue. So she's always wanted to be a part of racing. Um, bit of a rev head. Um, hop in the car with her, just going down the shops, you'd nearly break your neck. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, loves the racing. She jumped on and had a go at, I think we were Chicago land for a round of the ladies series. She saw it come up on Facebook and she goes, what do you reckon? And I said, jump, jump, jump into it, Dolan, like have a go and see how you go and did a bit of practice. And um, yeah, she enjoys it. She wants to get her own rig and do all that type of stuff, but it's really hard for her with the kids and, you know, especially me being on the rig so much and everything to be able to do as much as she wants. But, um, yeah, she, she loves it. She's getting a part of it and um, and going really well. And, and she can drive. She does do really well. Actually, funny story. Um, Chicago land. We were going around. We are doing practice one day. And from a one-lap lap, like, she's still learning the long runs on oval. So, you know, anyone yeah. can do one fast lap. But, um Yep. The long runs and managing the car is, is exactly where you need to be. But we were on there and we were practicing for the race at Chicagoland. And um, she goes, righto, you go out and do a lap. And I went out and I did a lap. And I was literally full Becky. Like, I, I couldn't go any quicker. And she comes out and she beats me. Straight up, bang, <laughs> boom, quicker. And I'm like, oh, my God, what are you doing? So, um, yeah, from individual lap pace, she's amazing. But uh, we might have to work on the uh, race management a little bit. And, and she... Uh, she really enjoys it, mate. So um, it's good to see a smile on her face while she does it. So I was going to say, Peter, maybe the Ryan Jones. I was, yeah. was going to say, um, Peter, maybe you could get get your missus into it, and I might give you some a little bit more time on the sim. But then hearing that, maybe uh, yeah. Prue might be faster than <laughs> Aiden. Yeah, she might be the yeah. number one driver. It's not hard to be faster than me, gents. Come on, like seriously. But um, in yeah. saying that, I had a chat to Prue, and we thought about on the next series or, or creating a female series where iRacers yep. partners can jump in and do that. But we had a look at that, and from iRacing's um, with what they like are people jumping on other people's iRacing yeah. accounts. So I don't yeah. think we'll be able to do that one, unfortunately. So 
Um, but we did look at it because I thought in Australia that doesn't happen at the moment. There's nothing there. And, nah. you know, a lot of us guys, how much would we like it to sit behind our missus, have a beer and, and watch them have a run against all the ladies around Australia on a night? But um, I don't think we're going to be able to do that, unfortunately. Yeah. See, um, Aussie car, Jason, commentator Jason Fuelins found out last Thursday night that my wife's actually got an iRacing account, but it's only purely for my streaming. Um, <laughs> I had to I had to create a second account, so I'm like, oh, I'll just create her one just in case. Oh, you uh, got to get her. That's I can, how my replays I, get done. I can see ultra wide behind you, mate. You got to you got to get her on there. Yeah, she. Yeah, look, more chances. My son is going to be on there racing before her, um, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> uh, she definitely wants to have a go, but she more likes the the wreck fest type of things rather than <laughs> than the actual official real stuff. So yeah, well, we're going to see a Let's... big difference in uh, streaming of me as well. So um, I'm actually still on single screen, so I've I'm literally any, wow. any day now going to triples. I've got the full setup here. Um, they. Yeah, they're ordered. I'm just waiting for them to arrive on the front door, so that's going to change my iRacing experience oh, immensely. It'll make a massive difference. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that's the triples. It's actually triples that I've got behind me at the moment. So, and it, that was look. The pedals are really good, and I think the pedals are still the number one upgrade to make. But triples just make such a difference. Just be able to watch those apexes. Like you, you can't quite see right next to you still, but. To be able to see the apexes and see when you the cars coming up ne- right next to you, um, yeah, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, my 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 goal is so I've got the triple thirty twos coming. Um, yeah, he sprints and Fanatec DT one, I think direct drive yes. um, will be the go, um, and that'll be me, mate. Um, I'm extremely interested to see the seconds you shave off <laughs> because of that. To be honest, uh, oval, I don't think it's going to make a massive difference at all. No. Um, but road, definitely. Um, and then get myself yeah. a nice little button box, and uh, we'll be good to go. But between a boat and uh, everything else, uh, <laughs> you know, money. I was just about to say, I think you need to uh, go to Ape Esports, Ape Esports, and donate as much money as you can because <laughs> between the boat, the pedals, the uh, the second rig, uh, the triple monitors. Um, Aiden's unfortunately on a fair bit of debt right now, <laughs> <laughs> or completely broke. One of the two, um, but no, yeah. no, we do it over time. We have fun, um, so yeah. we're all good. But um, yeah, really enjoying it. Can't wait to do the upgrades and see how that goes. Um, uh, but yeah, the pedals are a big difference. I- I'm really interested when I finally get those to see how quicker I do go because uh, with the Logitech stuff, it's it's only you can only go so far with it, especially with the road racing, you know, like we all know how to drive, but um, yeah, it only gives you so much feel and it's, yeah, it's really unfortunate because I love the road stuff, but that's right. We're still doing the oval stuff and we're competitive. So. Yeah. I went from the G29 to the sprints and it wasn't so much, I definitely was a little bit of speed, but it was more the consistency. I wasn't spinning any, like I just don't feel like I spin much at all anymore unless I'm pushing too hard on cold tires, but um, there's just the consistency of it is uh, way better. You, you, I feel way more safe on the road. Yeah, it's definitely, everyone's different too. Um, they like different things. I'm just thinking the HE sprints because they look like they're something that would suit me. Um, people have talked to me about the Fanatec uh, uh, pedals mm. as well. And I don't know, it's it's all individual um, preference and what you guys want to run and, and everyone drives differently. So, And especially in a... Where bird- are you at at the moment, Braden? Sorry, where you got Fanatex? Yeah, right? only the CSL elites though, the with the load oh, cell. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, that's probably my next upgrade. Maybe 
mate, you're still killing my G29s here. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what I was using before. And uh, in fact, for probably the first maybe three or four months of iRacing, I was actually using the clutch pedal as the brake because I actually hated the brake so much. I felt like it was either yeah. on or it was off. <laughs> yeah, it's like hitting a brick wall. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, actually YouTubed that and they said I can pull it apart or you can pull it apart and put like can. a rubber in there or something and yeah. make it more. Yep. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, nah. I don't have time for that. First thing I did with the G29s was do that YouTube video, pull it apart, and then it was too much. It was, you didn't get the feedback right at the end. It was very much, you had to stop it at the right spot. So I got the, there's over in the UK, there's a spring upgrade, which actually makes it more load silly. Um, and that that was that made a huge difference just to the G29s. Yeah, well, we're uh, actually... Yeah, you'll see a huge difference going forward. We're actually uh, lucky enough, uh, Scotty McCune um, from Crank Esports sent us up um, his old Thrustmaster gear um, oh, wow. uh, for nothing. So we I ran that for a while, and I got super quicker, like this in one week, like this gone. Um, I think yeah. I come on to the Activity Hub Bali um, or the Full Throttle League at indianapolis and i won it start to finish straight up bang um wow it was totally different but now it's just stopped working unfortunately so i've had to go on back to the g29 so um with the pedals with the thrustmaster stuff i did see a massive difference so i'm really excited when when i do upgrade into the he sprints on on what they're going to do okay when we start uh, talking about you more in the results we'll know that your upgrade has been (laughs) done okay yeah mate definitely definitely Let's let's oh, it's, 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 one again. it's it's oh. it's not the driver, it's the equipment, mate. Let's let's say that. <laughs> it is hundred percent. Until you upgrade all your equipment, you still find out you're slow, and then then you're like, oh, oh maybe at least we'll definitely well, at least we'll have something to talk about. <laughs> That's it. Uh, look, Aiden, thank you so much for your time, mate. We are going well over already, and I've still got so much to talk about, but we will leave it for another episode. Uh, is there anything? Look. Shout out everything first uh, before we, we say goodbye. What where, where can people find you and what do you got coming up? Uh, so, yeah, thanks, guys, for having me. It's been uh, great to jump on. It's been a couple of weeks in the making, so thank you. Uh, big shout out to Intersim Esports Network. Uh, jump on socials, Facebook, to have a look at that. Intersim is I-N-2-S-I-M, so the number two. Intersim Esports Network. You can still join the series. Jump on, get amongst that. Um, you'll see through our posts there, you'll have the Discord link to be able to join it. So thank you to everyone that's been involved. Of course, you guys, uh, thank you for having me on the uh, podcast and and promoting our series through uh, your podcast every week. We really do appreciate it um, for our first uh, league that we've run and our first series. Uh, we didn't expect this type of engagement. So we really do thank you guys at Locked On iRacing and, of course, jump across and watch Locked On Lads on Facebook and uh, see what you guys are doing on a week-to-week basis. Uh, Big shout out also to all our sponsors. I ran through that earlier in the podcast, so I'm not going to go and run through all them right now um, as we're trying to wind this up. Um, Also, a massive thank you. I need to make a big shout out to Paul Jackson, uh, my counterpart, who does all the cameras and everything in behind the scenes for the Indusim Esports Network. Thank you, Paul, mate. You're, You're an absolute champion. So, Thank you for doing that with me. And, and last but not least, my beautiful partner, Prue. Um, without her, we wouldn't be able to do this as well and I wouldn't be able to go racing. So uh, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, but uh, moving forward, uh, we'll be doing the normal calendar that I just mentioned earlier in the broadcast. Have a look at AP Esports on Facebook and you'll see my ugly mug there cutting some laps. <laughs> uh, go do it. Go check him out and go donate all that money you've got to him as well so he can <laughs> upgrade everything in his life. Buy all the merch. Um <laughs> By all the merch, that's it. 
don't worry, guys. Thank you, everyone. Who... Don't worry, guys. I'll be sending no. you some free merch, mate. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're a legend. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening to this one. We will be back uh, next week with another special guest. And have a great one. Bye now. And so, Braden, that was a, uh, an amazing chat with uh, Aiden Schultz there. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen to that. I don't know how that guy has so much time in his life. And update two, he did buy the boat. <laughs> we did we did see that uh, photo come through um, on our social media. So that was really nice to see uh, that come to fruition. I can tell you one thing that he does have and is a very patient and supportive partner. I think that's why he's managed to find so much of this time. Oh, look, 100%. 100%. The woman behind the man is always the most important part. So uh, definitely thank you so much, Aiden, for your time. And if you want to go check out Into Sim Esports Network, definitely go do that. They've got the Switch Up series going on at the moment, which is absolutely amazing and hopefully more stuff to come in the future. Or just check out Aiden in any one of the million series that he races in as well, as well as uh, broadcasting uh, over on, uh, sorry, commentating over on the Sim Shed, uh, I think it is from memory but uh look that's this week's episode uh we do have a guest lined up for next week we've got a guest lined up for the next probably 10 15 episodes we, we're not not going to announce it just yet uh we haven't announced it on socials yet and we just need to double check with everyone for the month of june exactly who is definitely still in and who is out so uh look forward to next sunday bringing you another great interview uh hopefully lined up with some um, rather good content uh, that we've got coming up as well for the series that that person is around um, but yeah look thank you Braden for your time again where can people find you mate and what do you got coming up yeah so as usual find me um, at twitch.tv slash the 1d wade um, been streaming a few different things recently streaming a little bit of uh, Hunter Call of the Wild uh, which is popping off in the discord at the moment um as well as some eye racing and things like that uh i think we're in aussie car hiatus when we are re- recording this so uh won't be probably streaming any aussie car races but i'll see what other kind of week 13 craziness i can get myself into and see how that runs if you want to have a chat about anything else uh feel free to hit me up on twitter at Braden talks yeah definitely i think you'll just be hunting for two and a half weeks while we're on hiatus at the moment <laughs> but um yeah, looking forward there. Look, if you if you like Hunter Call of the Wild at all, definitely jump in our Discord, lockedonlads.com slash Discord. You will find a fair few people that um, are playing it as well. I honestly cannot believe how many people this has infected. Uh, and it's all come from Ira, bloody Ira <laughs> Feldberg. Uh, look, you can find myself on Locked On Lads on pretty much all the locations. If you want to get in, uh, me personally, honestly, the best way to do is to drop into that Discord that we keep on plugging um, and, and just message me through there. Or just message me directly on the Locked On Lads Facebook page. Uh, don't do the Locked On iRacing Facebook page. Don't even look for it. It doesn't exist. Please, please don't go there. Definitely Locked On Lads. Uh, get Go give us a like and a subscribe on there. Like and a follow, I think it is actually, sorry. Uh, and consume all the content we're dropping over there. And uh, definitely pop us a message over there if you want to help. If you want to give us feedback about the podcast, you can do it in either of those two locations. Or... The best way is to go to your favorite podcast app of choice and rate and review the podcast over there, helping others find the content that we are dropping out. So from here, Braden, nothing daunting about releasing two episodes a week, potentially more, <laughs> is there? No, not at all. I think uh, it'd be nice if we could have nine days in the week and maybe 36 hour days and we'd be all set. That'd be it. So, you know, we, we did reach out and we have got a fair bit of help. 
uh, with uh, the content that we're doing. But look out for some new voices popping up in the background and in other content we've got coming forward as well, uh, just to help us out. And if you are interested in helping, drop in the Discord or drop into the Facebook page and, and hit us up. We're happy to get a lot of people helping out to make lighter work of the much, much work we've got ourselves into. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much, everyone. We will be back on Wednesday for the news and results episode, and then we'll be back again next Sunday with uh, the next interview. Have a good time and catch you later. Keep driving. Drive safe, drive fast. Drive safe, drive fast.